Hello. Oh. I am Carmen San Diego for Halloween. Spoopy. Not very spoopy, but Halloweeny. Um, you are very spoopy. I'm a fuck boy. <laughs> That's that was not what I was expecting. So, okay, <laughs> we're off to a good start on this one. <laughs> Happy, Happy Halloween, Halloween, everybody. I'm a fuck boy. <laughs> Okay, okay, we'll do the actual intro now. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Hello. Um, welcome to And It's Writing, a live stream and podcast where two writers have a few drinks and some laughs while we revise our old work. Um, I'm Avery Ames. I write adult fantasy. And um, what I'm working on is... <laughs> I am two days out from supposed to having this draft to critique partners and it will take all weekend i will be doing some crunch time to get that done uh it's it's going i the the end is in sight there's a light at the end of this tunnel but it is it's a very long tunnel and i'm very ready to be out of it am i actually getting a, a beta a beta read to get next week is that what you're saying yes oh you well, don't you don't have to finish forward. it next week but just gonna finish it in one sitting yeah just finish it once well you've already read it once so you kind of know where it's going yes um, the next section what i'm reading uh appropriate for spoopy season i am reading a dowry of blood um by st gibson and it is a retelling of dracula's brides as a like polyamorous family of brides so it's like the found family but then also dracula is a fuckboy and is toxic and then it's about their family dealing with him as the toxic relation part of the relationship and it does a lot of these really complex relationship dynamics really well uncomfortably so sometimes uh but in a very good way wonderful <laughs> um and i'm dc mcdotton and i hate my internet and um I am a speculative fiction writer, though for NaNoWriMo, I'm going to start working on my historical fiction, and I'm super psyched about it. Um, but I'm also editing at the same time, because that's a responsibility that I have. <laughs> um, I am still reading the sad book with the sad man on the cover by Hanya Yanagihara, uh, A Little Life, and his life is very small. <laughs> and I, I agree i agree with the book title uh it's starting to pick up through the middle i'm having a lot of fun it's also very sad though so i'm also sad oh. <laughs> that's all right i'm learning how to write sad characters and this is a great way to do it thanks yana <laughs> anya anya her name is anya. anya i'm so white i'm so white right now guys <laughs> anyway <sighs> okay Yes, and sorry, okay. while you were talking, I figured out how to fix the uh, chat box. So it's up now. <laughs> oh, good. It was it was, it was was not working Excellent. properly. Okay, so what's the next part? Uh, oh. Our drinks. Well, we're going to talk about the topic of the episode real quick. Oh, right. <laughs> Wee. Wee. Um, so today we're going to be talking about query letters. Uh, all of our tips and tricks uh, because... For Halloween, it was like, what is the spookiest thing we could think of? And it is querying. Because it is scary as fuck. It's super scary. It's super spooky. It's the spookiest part of the year. <laughs> which which for sometimes is all year. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. And um, while we will be kind of going through some query tips and tricks, this is the our regular reminder that writing is not all about rules. And so if rules feel too suffocating then just write get your query out there and then figure it out <laughs> and okay so now drink drink yes let's talk about this nasty drink you made us <laughs> mine's not nasty if it's nasty <laughs> that's your fault uh so i made us and yes there is a pun in the name of this drink i am sorry i don't know what has become of me um because pun. we're talking about querying is a da query, uh, <laughs> but it has jalapeno in it, 
for the sweet, sweet burn of rejection. So it is a jalapeno daiquiri. <laughs> and mine is in a big copper pineapple because it's green. And I knew my green, I have this habit of making green drinks and then they get like vanish in my green screen. So if it's in this giant copper pineapple, you'll be able to see it. We got a bunch of hearts in the chat box uh, about the pun. But, um, oh, what I was going to say was I have not tried this batch. I tested this earlier this week and i way overdid the jalapeno it did not go well so i adjusted it and i'm trying it again for the first time and i may or may not have improved <laughs> so we're gonna see <laughs> how this goes excellent excellent um yeah and Actually, i, that's I made good. the same is it yeah is it? i did a good oh, job. I made the same I made the same one, except for, see, I only had pickled jalapenos, so, yeah, and also, um, but, but maybe it has a save, because I, I decided that I was not in a rum mood today, and sometimes I can stomach rum, and sometimes I can't, but I'm using a mezcal oh. instead, which is like a smoked, a smoked tequila. Yeah. Um, and let's, let's that see how this is. That might work with pickle better, because it's more savory. Honestly, it's not too bad. Like, yeah, the the mezcal has like a nice, yeah, it's like a smoky, savory note to it that would go with the pickle yeah. better than a rum would. Um, yeah, mine's like nice and oh, and uh, we also both used agave syrup instead of simple syrup. I'll put the recipes yes. up like usual. Um, but yeah, mine is mine is rum, lime, agave, and I muddled some jalapenos into it. And this time, I seem to have gotten the balance correct, and this just got a a tiny little burn. Like I said, that that nice little the burn of sweet little burn of rejection. Mm. It is, it, yeah, it's the burn. It's like rejection. Yeah, as I say, it's the burn of not right for my list. <laughs> we could make a drinking game out of the technical issues, but then we would get completely oh shit faced. That's yes. what one of the comments in the chat was: make a drinking game. Um, yes, you'll have to keep me updated on those comments because every time I switch out of uh, the 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 page, it it disconnects. So I'm going to try to not switch out of the page anymore. Okay. Yeah. If we take a drink every time that, uh, that there are technical issues, we, we would be drinking irresponsibly. So yes, <laughs> that's fine. One of the comments For... in the chat is we do not want them to die. Yes. Well, it's fine. We, we won't die. We won't <laughs> die. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's all fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Avery will drink. Avery will drink for you. Don't worry. She's got this. <laughs> I, I will. I'll take one for the team. Um, now that we've got off topic on the drinks. Yes. Uh, okay, um, opening thoughts on queries. I'm supposed to share yeah. my opening thoughts on queries. Um, my opening... <laughs> the thing is, you know, I know too many people who basically, you know, not talking about the technical aspects of queries, but just like, if you're if you only send 15 out, like, shame on you. Like, shame. Shame on you. You need more than 15 rejections. You need at least 100. Um, but technically, um, I always have my friends write my queries for me because I suck at it. <laughs> I like writing queries for books. Of, like, I, okay. A lot of people hate queries and hate writing synopsis. Synopses. Um, Synapses. I hate synopses. I do, but I love writing queries. So whenever one of my friends is getting ready to query, I'm like, let me work on your query with you and or I'll just write it for you and then you can decide if you like it or not. <laughs> yep. I love them. I love them. Um, But yeah, same thing with like the if you only send out 10, 15, that's that's nothing. Um, I sent 57 for autumn before i i got wow yeah so is it 57 you only need the one yes you only need one yes so um yes. or in my case 250 no <laughs> well that's only for that project <laughs> we're not counting no, other two, projects that's two projects that's true that's okay i was a rebel i did some things i shouldn't have done we've learned haven't we we're gonna Karen? we're gonna talk about those they're they're yes. in the list here 
So, they are. So yeah, we're going to kind of go and I didn't actually mention the like how many queries, but yeah, that's that is a good point is it is a numbers game. You're going to get a lot of no's. You're going to get way more no's than yeses. And each no is going to hurt a little less. And sometimes you will even just like go to your friends and just be like, I got another no. <laughs> and you have like this gallows humor and you all make a drinking game out of your nose. <laughs> and sometimes you go to your friends and you talk about how much you hate yourself and how no one likes you. And then they're like, no, don't do anything bad. It's fine. Yes. Don't take any drastic measures. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just relax. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay to freak out. It is. That's just part of the process. It is, it is an emotional roller coaster. It's fine. Everything's it's fine. It's fine if you cry. <laughs> there will be tears. It's just that's part of it. Yeah. I, uh, I, there were several times where I would like, first off, if you know you're prone to tears, Make sure you set up like a separate inbox, like specifically for writing and or querying, and don't check it during the workday. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I, don't do it, Avery did. I got some rejections during the workday and had to like go into the bathroom and cry at work, which is real professional, let me tell you. <laughs> super, super professional. Very professional. It's fine. Yes. Uh, but on the query itself, I've kind of got a list of like things we might want to discuss. Um, so first off, I guess <clears throat> we're assuming people know what queries are. So I guess we should probably do a quick little. If you don't note. know what a query is, you're not for this podcast. <laughs> Go to Google. I'll be Google no, for today. No, but really a query letter is a thing that you send to agents when you're done with your book and you've written four, five drafts and you need someone to start looking at it and being your, they call them gatekeepers, but I I call them friends. <laughs> they, when you need a friend to help get your book published. They, I mean, yeah, they're there to, to help. But yes. yes, it's it can feel really, it's just an emotional thing. But yes, the query letter is the thing you write to send to agents to go, hey, I wrote this book. I like this book. I think it's good. Um do do you want do you want it? <laughs> yeah. Do you it want mostly it? reads like more or less. There's some some specifics we'll get into in a minute, but it more or less reads like the back of the book. So when you get a book yeah. and you read the back of it, I don't have one sitting nearby, but when you read like the little blurb on the back of it, that's kind of what a query letter is. Uh, but you will mm -hmm. do want to hit some like specific things that agents will be looking for in a query, which we'll get to. Uh, which I guess like, we can just move on to the first one, which is Things that you should probably include in your query are stakes. That's the biggest yeah. one I see in queries when I do critique yep. swaps is the what are the stakes <clears throat> of your book? What is the thing? Like, okay, so here you you first lay out the problem. Like, oh, no, th this bad thing has happened. And then the stakes are if my protagonist can't fix it, then X bad thing will happen. Or they have to do this to get good thing to happen it's like what what do they stand to lose or gain and you have to have this yes you cannot not you cannot not have it if you do not have stakes you will get rejected time and time again you have you this is not a this is not a you can you know there i can't even say that there are rule breakers for this because you yeah. know how that one person's always like i can break the rules well actually not really. Yeah, um, this one's you're a writing, pretty hard uh, nonfiction, maybe. I don't because with nonfiction, you kind of pitch the idea, yeah. and then the agent kind of comes to you and says, "Yes, write that book, and I will, I'll do that for you." But in fiction, you have to have stakes. Mm -hmm. you, there's no one in a thousand. Like you, you have you have to have them. Yeah, and I do think that that is a really good distinction. That's we are talking about <clears throat> fiction queries because nonfiction is a whole other bag. Um, it's not my area of expertise. It is kind of written on spec. You basically go to the agent and go, I am an expert in X field. I want to write a book about X. And the agent will go, yep. yes, we will pitch that and then get the deal. And then you write the book. It's a whole yep. different thing. But with fiction, you have to write the whole book. You cannot query a book that is not done. I mean, you could That's try, right. but it's not going to go well. <laughs> Diana Gabaldon did. So that is one of, one of those one in a thousand things, you know, like, it, you know, if you, if you, if you, I don't want to go into that, but I was gonna say, did, did she query or did she, she pitch finish? it live? Um, no, I'm pretty sure she sent. Oh, she wow. sent a. She sent a. I think 
she sent a query to Russell Galen and she said, I think that, you know, she was, I mean, she's a fucking like marine biologist or some shit. And she's got like a, she's smart. And I think she probably pitched herself as almost like a nonfiction writer. <laughs> but like, I, I know that, you know, I don't think it was all the way done. I, I, I recall hearing that Outlander was not finished when she pitched okay, it. Okay, well, so. she is the exception to the rule. Although the chat did say. Don't do that. The Have chat. your fucking book done. <laughs> The chat did say Diana Gabaldon could probably do it now. I'm like, oh, yeah. She just walks no. into anybody and be like, I will make you money. Yeah, things are different. That was like 25 mm -hmm. years ago or something. It's different now, guys. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people on the internet and you have to have your damn book finished. Everything's electronic, which means they get <laughs> a lot more queries. And it's just, it's a very streamlined process now. So, yes, you That's must right. have stakes. Must have stakes. We'll go over that later in our example uh, with our spooky query. Um, yes. The other thing that I don't want to say it's non-negotiable, but it can really help. It's the other biggest critique that I have when I'm swapping queries with people is specifics. Be specific. Don't just say <clears throat> there's, you know, tragedy may occur. Say the planet will explode. You. Yes. Yes. I did this wrong on mine too. Yeah. You have to be specific about how, like if the planet's going to explode, you've got to like, yeah, you can't just say, you can't just say uh, someone's going to do this and this, or there's going to be disaster. Yes. No, you actually have to say what the disaster is going to be like and how it affects the world or else no one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like no one cares. Like, I had that problem uh, in one of my first queries for Cambiare when I was querying it, which was like just saying that like she she's thrust into a world of fairy intrigues where like I don't even remember how I phrased it, but it was just like there will be mystery, and it was just like that was it. it was just, <laughs> like, there will be mystery. Yeah, and you're like, well, what mysteries? How what happens if nobody solves a mystery? So yeah, you want a specific of like. Because the more details they can hone in on, the more your story is going to resonate than just saying, like, it will be bad. You want to say, like, her sister will die. Like, that gives somebody something to latch on to yeah. specifically. So that's the other one is specifics. Um, and metadata do's and don'ts. Um, yeah, what I just kind of want to go over like the fact that you do need a metadata paragraph, which is the paragraph <clears throat> that's all business. And it can be at the beginning or the end. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really matter. Every time I've heard an agent podcast or agent Q&A, they've all said we don't really care if it's the beginning or the end, but it should be one or the other. Like your whole little blurb should mm -hmm. not be broken up by it. Um, yeah. But the metadata is the here's my word count. Here's my title. Here are my comp titles, which we'll get into here in a second. Um, and it's all that just like taking care of business like here's my book here's the length here's the genre here's the other comparable books um and you do need that little tiny it doesn't need to be long it doesn't need to be fluffy just that paragraph needs to go either at the beginning or the end um i tended to put it at the beginning of querying yeah, when I i've heard autumn. beginning is is good um beginning yeah. is good because if you tell them the genre up front that gets them in the right headspace to read the blurb yeah. The only time you might not want to do that is, and I almost don't want to recommend this, but it's if you have a really high word count, you might kind of want to like sneak it in the metadata at the end so that you think you kind of hook them first. But if that word count is going to be a hard line for that agent, they're just going to say no when they get to the end yeah. instead of the just beginning. Just give it to them. So, they're going to have to give it to them anyway. Yeah, just do it. That's kind of my thing. Pull a bandaid off. Yeah. I, um, I kind of believe I'm, that too. Okay. Yeah. And I'm moving this right along to comparables because yeah. we've only got so much oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> um, just want to say something about this. You have to have these and one at least should be recent yes. within like the last seven years. Yeah. Uh, for, for real, because otherwise like no one like it, it just looks bad on your end not to have them. And comparables are books that they are not necessarily, they don't have to be exactly like yours, mm -hmm. but they have to be, they, they have to be like, like, for instance, you can say, like, I think one of my comparables uh, when I pitched my last book was it's it's like uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro does the Black Swan or something like that. Like, it has nothing to do with your book, but it's kind of like setting the mood. 
and kind of just dipping their toes into something that they can relate to. Yeah, we do have a question from chat that actually relates to what you just said, which is where do y'all stand on comping things that aren't books like movies or TV or even the vibe of a song or something? And I do agree that, yes, you can do that. Um, Usually in an actual like when you were pitching that you were doing that at a live pitch conference in a query, I I usually want like think one of them should be a book. One should be and a then book. the other can and be whatever. When I did, yeah, one should be a book. And when I did pitch it uh, out loud, one I, I did have a book, uh, a book to go along with that, uh, which was uh, a little life. But the, the the book I'm reading now, um, so like I do do have one book, but yes, you can totally do film because film is a big thing right now. Film, um, TV, yes, do it. Um, if it's a yeah. well known video game and you think the person might know it, then you can do it. If it's something yeah. like Resident Evil meets whatever, then that works. Yeah. Um, do it. Yeah. yeah. For sure, I I definitely, but but have one book. Yeah, one book just to show that you know books. (laughs) Yeah, you can have two comps. Like you can have three comps. I wouldn't go over three, but like you can have two or three. Yeah, two I think is kind of the like sweet spot, and yeah, Yeah. three maybe, and then after that, cut it down. Um, like my comps, and you can comp either a like a specific work or an author. Um, when I comped, when I queried Autumn, I comped authors. I comped. Jacqueline Carey, who mm-hmm. is kind of like the first like steamy fantasy author that w- got kind of big, uh, but her books are a bit older. And then I comp Naomi Novik, who has some more recent titles. Um, so you can do something older, just make sure you have like one of them that's newer. And then same thing, like you can do something that's not a book, but just make sure one of them is a book. Um, but you do want to, and you don't have to comp a whole book. You can say my book has a snarky voice of the murderbot diaries but it's a contemporary fantasy um so you can comp like a thing specific to that book um which is actually usually how i like to do it but you do want to have something there that shows i know other books (laughs) yeah yeah and uh looks like the next thing on this list is standalone with serious potential that means Okay, so like if you have a book that is not a series, write standalone with series potential. Or like if you have a series, you like make sure you can you can pitch your book as standalone with series potential, so that someone who doesn't want a series can't just say no to you. Yeah, um, standalone is usually fine. If it is a standalone, just say it's a standalone. Yeah. Just say it, yeah, right. Just say it's. A standalone. But if you're trying Sorry, to pitch was... a series. Yeah, the first book should be able to stand on its own and be sold as a standalone yes. with series potential. That that phrase "standalone with series potential" is your friend. Yes, um, and you do that just in case your first book flops. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, agents are they're, they're just less. It's it's a risk aversion yeah. thing. It's like okay, if I can sell this as one book and then see how right. it does, that gives me more opportunities. Right, but series are okay. Don't think yeah. that they're not okay because they because they are. So I. There's a, quite a few people when I went to that pitch conference that said series are in right now. So yeah. like, there's always you know. agents looking for series. Yeah. So, um, next is this one's real quick. Just uh, salutation and submission guidelines is make sure you put the correct salutation. Um, that includes any honorifics. So, Mister, Ms, Mx, any of those. Uh, if you include those, I didn't just because sometimes it was hard to find which an agent preferred. So I would just use their full name. So I would just say, yeah. I would I would dodge the using yeah. Mr. I would just Ms. use agent's honestly. full name, just, comma. Yep. Um, make sure their name is spelled correctly, <laughs> and then yes, submission guidelines. And just make sure you check the guidelines and include follow the, the damn rules. And if you have to rewrite your whole query to follow the rules, because I know that there are some yeah. agencies that are like, do not send us anything more than one paragraph. Like you, you better do that because they will not read it. Like I promise you, they won't. Like, and it is frustrating they, that everybody has different rules, but everybody has different is. rules, and you just gotta jump through the hoops. And then, and eventually, you'll have a list of a bunch of different queries yes. that have all followed different rules, and you'll you'll have you'll have everything. It'll be just fine. And. Um, we can kind of go over how to keep the letter short and sweet as we're editing our letter here in yes, a minute. Yes. And then um, Query Tracker, I just wanted to do a quick note. Query Tracker is a website, uh, querytracker.net. It is... One word. Yeah, one word. It is free um, for like the basic functions. 
for $25 a year, you can get like some enhanced functions and search capabilities and stuff, which is really worth it when you're actively querying. It is worth it. Um, yeah. For $25 for a whole year is not that bad um, if you it's can afford it. It's worth it. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's so much nicer than trying to keep things in your own spreadsheets. You can mm -hmm. see that's actually how the agent that I ended up getting left an agency the day that I queried her. And then later, Query Tracker has a front page that tells you like any agency news. And on the front page, it was this agent has joined a new agency. And I was like, ah, I should requery her. <laughs> and so yes. because of Query Tracker, I was able to see where she had rejoined. So it's just a good place to keep up with news, to keep track of all your queries, any you can read other people's experiences with a particular agent, which can be good when you're querying to see if you're getting a form letter or not. Because everybody will be like, I got the exact same response. And you're like, oh, this agent just tells everybody that. <laughs> like that one that you got that was just like, nope. Yep. Yep. There's one agent who's notorious for just saying like, no, but thanks for thanks the look. Thanks for the look. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Thanks for the look. Not I for me, it. but thanks for the look is the, is the letter. Like and you just see that everybody says that's exactly what I got on the comment yep. section. It's like, it's not personal. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. You know, that's just that, also, that agent's form. So, you know, they're not like being curt with you for a reason. You're just like, oh, that's their form. So it's nice to see like, all the no. comments and stuff and everything on that. No, um, no, but thanks for the look. No, but thanks like, for the look. Thanks for your look, lady. <laughs> so. Just kidding. She's a very good agent and anybody would be very lucky to have her. <laughs> comments said 1-800-STALK-AN-AGENT. Listen, there is a professional <laughs> level of stalking that is expected in this industry when you start querying. Then and that's the key is professional. Like you're expected to go look at their Twitter, look at their agency page, look them up on Query Tracker. Don't go looking at personal shit, but like on their professional pages, <laughs> they, they expect you to be like looking into them and they're going to look into you. Uh, I had a bit of a flip out because the agent that ended up offering and that ended up accepting liked a tweet of mine when she had my full and i'm like oh fuck she's reading my twitter page red alert red alert yike so they will be looking at you <laughs> too anything that you give them i did i gave them my twitter handle so it wasn't like they were like googling stalking me but um but yeah there is an expected level of checking each other out from across yeah. the crowded bar yeah um, you got, yes, you gotta gotta narrow your eyes at one another and decide. <laughs> so yes, okay, we're gonna go into our query. I very quickly wrote this query based on a like concept that DC gave. I I pitched an idea to Avery <laughs> for this episode and asked her to write a query for it. Uh, and DC has not read this query yet. <laughs> No, I haven't. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading it because I was going to write this story, like a short story for this at one point. So like, and now I'm like, no, no I just want to use it for spooky season. So yes, uh, and it's dorky as fuck. So I'm, I'm, exci <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. To yes. See this query I literally just like wrote this query out in like 15 minutes and was just like, well, we're going to, we're going to go with it. So <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I okay, can't wait. So we're going to switch over to the okay. editing screen and then we will edit this query and bring up any points that we would fix. Here it is. Am I reading it or are you going to read it? I'll let you read it because I want to get your reactions. <laughs> okay. All right. Dear agent name spelled correctly. On your Twitter manuscript wish list, I saw you were looking for humorous ghost stories and boy, do I have a future international bestseller for you. <laughs> And boy, do I have a future international bestseller for you. I see what you did yes. there. In a, in a world where all appliances, freezers, air conditioners, refrigerators, and more are all run by ghosts, the ghost Steve is in charge of an old mansion's updated central air conditioning system. Steve hates his job. So when the couple that inherits the house decides to sell, they fail to mention their cantankerous ghost to the real estate agent. Dale is the best real estate agent in the real estate agent in the city. He even has one of those fancy yellow blazers. <laughs> but every time he tries to show his latest commission, the open house is ruined by the cold and the ominous clanking and disturbing fart smell <laughs> coming from the vents. 
Can they learn to work together? We need a funny title and I'm bad at titles is an 80,000 word standalone humorous fantasy and would appeal to readers of good moments. I am an awesome writer and this is my bio because I don't know what else to put here. I have always wanted to write a book ever since I was a wee lad and my mother thinks this book is hilarious. <laughs> I've included parentheses, parenthetical, the things you require in your submission package that I carefully researched to make sure I didn't screw it up, parenthetical, below. Thank you for your time and consideration. <laughs> I may have structured wow. this like a rom-com. I, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If I was an agent looking for a funny fucking ghost book, I'd pick this shit right I didn't even think you. There are a few things we did. I did. I did put in some common no, mistakes. I know. I know. I'm just being funny because it's fucking hilarious. Like, like it's the mistakes that you made. <laughs> I see, and I find them fucking hilarious. Uh, We're oh, getting some wow. comments about I ship it, and I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of wrote it that way a little bit. <laughs> oh my! I gosh, know. I, I was like, is it not too. like the rom com? Um. Anyways, because when you. Oh man, when, we gotta get. We, Oh, we got to get What's-His-Face to write this book for us. What's his name? That guy who writes all the really great oh, gay Dingle. books. Uh, fucking... Yes, Chuck Dingle, the yeah, air conditioning ghost. I got pounded in the butt by the air conditioning ghost. Yes! I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in our <laughs> title right now. I got pounded in the butt by an air conditioning ghost. We will appeal to the Good Omens readers after all. The chat says, I mean, yeah, that is the shippers. I love her in this good well I know Vince is funny but like I mean is it funny in this I mean way? it is I've read know. it it's kind it of got the snarkiness to it, it um that's part of why I comped oh. it um but also I kind of want to bring up a point with the comps with the good omens is that one of the things you want it's this weird like sweet spot you want to hit with your comps which is you can't comp like the biggest thing and you can't comp like something they've never heard of. So you don't want to comp like Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, any of like the really big books because they're so ubiquitous now that they don't. You can't comp Lord of the Rings because. Yes, but I think that if you had two other lesser comps for yes. this one, you could comp Good Omens. Like because Good Omens is like it's, it's niche, niche enough. I think it would be it's fine. Niche enough. But I would like, add another one. You know, it um yes, I would too. I, was I would definitely maybe, add another one. I don't know one. if you've ever read any of his books, but Christopher Moore um writes kind of silly contemporary fantasy, like humorous contemporary <clears throat> fantasy. Um, so that might be one to readers of Christopher Moore and Good Omens, which once again is that comping like a whole author. But I don't read a whole lot of humorous, so that's kind of like where my knowledge ends and begins. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, yeah. I, I'm in kind of the same boat. Uh, <clears throat> I know, oh, I let's just say, just for the sake of saying, since we want to give this another one. Um, well, I was going to say, say if, guide. if um, we are doing I Got Pounded in the Butt By, we can do and readers of Chuck Tingle. <laughs> if we're going to oh, go yes. full, like, and readers yeah, if we're going to go Chuck full, Tingle. like, filthy with this. Yeah, yeah. like, let's just. That's fine. This is perfectly fine. Everybody listening. <laughs> so good omens. Oh, and oh we have Chuck someone Tingle. in the chat Honestly, who's never heard of Chuck Tingle. Uh, yeah, Google it. You've got some Googling to um, do after I do this, highly my recommend friend. there is a YouTube video that was done recently by a channel I watch called Dominic Noble. He does um, adaptations of books and book critique. And he does one that's actually like, is Chuck Tingle a good writer? Because there's so much focus placed on, like, the humorous of his concepts and, like, his personality. Like, are the books actually good? And he actually does, like, a really interesting critical analysis of the books and comes up with, like, yeah, they're actually, for what they're meant to be, pretty good. So. I've heard yeah. that they're they're decent. Yeah. I've heard so. that they're decent and worth reading. I don't know. Like, he's he, uh -huh. he, he makes tons of money on this, you guys. Like. And they're all, like, they're all, like, gay With, like, completely absurd books, premises. But they have, like, ridiculous ridiculous titles and yeah like you said absurd yeah like one today was like, like it was something shit, about like so. i got pounded in the butt by facebook's <clears throat> name brand change which isn't going to change anything because we still know what you did something like those 
it's but anyways, real. It's, so it's yeah, real. we're going to go back to the beginning. It's, it's great. I've got this first sentence. Okay, so <clears throat> the first sentence, there yes. is a huge red flag. Because, <laughs> because um, let's see, okay, so on your Twitter manuscript wish list, I saw you are looking for humorous ghost stories, <laughs> and boy, do I have a future international Now, the first half of that is you. fine. The first well, half I of love, that is great. Yes, and and I I love... I love, I love the, and boy, do I, because like that kind of adds humor to the query, which again, if you are writing a funny book, you want to, you want to be a little funny, but you cannot yes. call yourself an international bestseller. Yeah. You can't, um, you can't, uh, and, and you know, this is kind of like a big like thing. Like you can't do any of that. Uh, you will find my book, um, abrasive, but, um, wondrous in that you can't like put opinions into their mouth or like act like you're citing something that somebody has said because literally no one has read your shit. <laughs> like, yeah. we like, like don't do that. Like don't talk about it as if you're like writing a blurb for yourself to be sold on the New York times, like, like whatever, like no yeah. one's read your, blurb. like even you with this one, because that. we're doing the like <laughs> kind of fun voice query, we could just say, and boy, do I have the book for you. That yes, would be fine because that that's kind of like getting a little voicey, kind of fun. And th I did put this here because we want to talk about, I kind of wanted to mention personalization, um, which actually goes into one of our questions. And I might just kind of address that here since we're talking about it. <laughs> um, personalization is if you want to put like a line at the very beginning saying, this is why I queried you specifically. It can help. You do not need it. Uh, I did not have it in the query that got me my offer because it was just kind of like a gut feeling based on other books that the agent liked, but it wasn't a specific request. Um, so, but if somebody does have a specific request online going, Hey, I'm looking for books with X and you're like, I've got a book with X, put that in your query at the very beginning, because it shows that you, you, you aren't just like shotgunning this to a bunch of people, which is one of our listener questions, which was, if you are personalizing, do you put it at the beginning? So they know that you're not mass emailing or do you put it at the end so as not to interfere with your hook? And I don't know if you have an opinion on this. Um, I like the stuff at the beginning, um, but that is just because I have I have a really bad habit of splitting it up. And when I sent my query to an agent to, you know, give me feedback on it, they did mention that it should all be up front. And when I went to the pitch conference, I was told by three different people, it should all be up front. So at this point, I'm kind of like, well, shit, maybe it all yeah. should just and be I almost wonder front. if this time um, we want to try moving <clears throat> the metadata up with the personalization. Um, because I do, I yes. agree, I think putting it all up front, because honestly, if it's an well, agent that represents multiple age categories or multiple genres, them seeing this is why I queried you. They're going, okay, well, you you actually have a book I might be interested in because you mentioned that I'm looking for funny ghost stories. And then you're like, okay, this is an adult humorous comedy fantasy, humorous <clears throat> comedy, like most of them are. <laughs> but you put all that up front, then they go into the query going, ah, I'm reading a funny book. They know exactly what they're yeah. getting before they even jump in. So like <clears throat> moving all the metadata up front, now we have... Um, it, it's and it reads pretty well is on your Twitter manuscript wish list. I saw you were looking for a humorous ghost stories and boy, do I have a book for you. <laughs> I got pounded in the butt by an air conditioning ghost is an 80,000 word standalone humorous fantasy and would appeal to readers of good omens and readers yeah. of Chuck Tangle. That is all you that puts need. It in the right that mindset. is perfect. <clears throat> yes. Um, I'm going to let you talk about the next paragraph because there, there's a person about to walk into my house it's gonna okay. create some noise I'll and I'm the gonna next mute paragraph myself. So people know. um the next paragraph is in a world yes. where all appliances freezers air conditioners refrigerators and more are all run by ghosts the ghost steve is in charge of an old mansion's updated central air conditioning system steve hates his job so when a couple the couple that inherits the house decides to sell they fail to mention their cantankerous ghost to the real estate agent i don't actually think there's a, i mean aside from some just prose tightening such as the fact that it says like run by ghost the ghost steve um there's like two alls where all appliances are all run by i think tightening the prose would be nice but this is one of the things you want to do in a query is you want to set up here's your main character here's what they want 
we're starting to get that here, but we don't actually know what Steve wants. We just know what he doesn't want. So what does Steve want? Yeah, and and I like that. Let's let's decide what Steve wants. Maybe Steve, what if Steve is lonely. Hate, well, he hates his job. Steve is in this lonely book. and horny, apparently. What is? But Steve hates his job and finds it very lonely. Um, assuming this happens know. in your book. Um, <laughs> and so when the couple that inherits the house decides to sell it, Steve gets sad. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, we can um, phrase that prettier, but yeah. This, this, this makes Steve sad. And he begins to uh, he begins to uh, allow their have their stuff run amok. Like basically, I'm yeah. not going to be fancy here because we. But yeah, we, we want so we want to say like why um, he's doing what he he's doing and why what he does want. So he's acting out out of frustration and loneliness and sabotaging his job basically yes out of frustration yes so so what we've added now is so when the couple that inherits the house decides to sell this makes steve sad and he begins to make their stuff run amok um if this yeah, is, and pros, i know that's but not we, like but that's be- the point. beautifully written or anything but but the point is is we're getting we're getting in what he's doing and why he's doing it and why yeah, it matters one of those big and that makes it more interesting one of the big things in queries is a lot of times they're looking for character to connect with the character, what they want, why they want it, what's in their way. And you want that emotional connection in just like a paragraph, which is kind of hard to do. But knowing who they are and what they want is are the two big things. And so now we know. We know Steve is lonely. He wants companionship. And we know like just yes. generally who he is and what his job is. Yes. And I want to footnote, if you do not have this and you cannot figure out how to do this because you do not feel like you have it, I would greatly consider going into your book and and, and, and trying to figure out why you're not yes. finding your stakes and your, because that could be, which is why some people mm-hmm. actually write their query, just a query for themselves before they work on their book, because it kind of, it kind of shows yeah. you what's wrong with your book. Like, oh, oh, fuck. Like, I can't write. I can't write a query because not like yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge I haven't covered oh, all sorry. my bases. And I was going to say, I'm no, not a no, huge plotter. Go I don't it. outline in detail, <clears throat> but that is one thing I do is I come up with kind of a general idea and then I write a query for it. And that tells me what like my yeah. through line for the book is going yep. to be. Um, it tells me what mistakes are up front. And if I'm having trouble coming up with the stakes in the query letter, figuring it out at that point can save me after like written, having written half the book and realizing I don't have stakes yet. And if you're finished, if you have finished the book and you're writing yes. a query letter and can't find your stakes, it may behoove you to go back and kind of do some structural work on your book and see either if it's just something you're not able to articulate or if your book might need them. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Um, so next paragraph is Dale is the best real estate agent in the city. He even has one of those fancy yellow blazers. But every time he tries to show his latest commission, the open house is ruined by the cold and the ominous clanking and disturbing fart smell <laughs> coming from the vents. <laughs> um, that is not a stake. they learn to work together? Now, sim- that's not a stake. Um, it's not. But because, you know, now now you've done this, you're like, oh, right. You know, I'm mm-hmm. kind of writing a I'm kind of writing a gay romance here. So like so like I need to involve Steve yes. and Dale's sort of tension in this last paragraph. I also want to make a quick note about um, questions. Don't put a rhetorical so, question at the end of your query. It's yeah. one of those things that structurally may make sense, but it's one of those things agents see so often that they kind of have like an automatic eye roll reaction to regardless so it's better to just avoid it yeah rewrite it so it says like just rewrite this must it happen or statement. x this you know if they can do this then x just make it so it's not a question mark you can still yes. say the same thing but just make sure there's no question yeah. mark at the end of it because they get a little touchy about that sometimes yes 
Yes. Um, so the first thing I'm going to let, I'm going to let you say some stuff, but I think the first thing I would do is, and Dale is the best real estate in the city and Steve thinks he's <laughs> pretty hot. Because, you know, and, and like, that's because you're, you're, you're immediately, um, you're, you're putting in why he's important to the main character, who is a Steve, and you're, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're putting in some, you're some getting romantic people into the you're like, it oh, mode. Steve thinks this guy's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Dale even has one of those fancy blazers. Um, and, but every time he tries to show his latest commission, the house is ruined by the cold and the ominous clanking and the disturbing fire smell. So like, I, th I think, because <laughs> this is my concept, I think, I think maybe I should add in the part where, you know, Steve, in order to get Dale to stop trying to sell to sell the house because Steve wants Dale to buy the house so that Steve can have Dale and they can be together forever. So Steve needs to learn to behave himself and basically make his needs known, like without being a complete dick. Well, my thing is right like, now, what are the Steve's consequences if, like, for example, like the question was, can they learn to work together? Well, what are the consequences if they don't? Like aside from the romance aspect is like, will will the couple that owns the house have it bulldozed, you know? And then Steve's yeah. Dale never sell Dale the house. Will never sell Steve the will house. be like, yeah. I don't know what like, happens to ghosts when their house is bulldozed, but I should add that in my query because, because I, you know, my ghost can be, I think my ghost can be removed from the house through, through the right means, you know? So, so maybe, maybe I need to include the way that Dale, can sort of resolve this issue without hurting Steve's feelings further. But Steve <laughs> needs to calm down a fucking second so that Dale can also sell the house. So they're, they need to get this loggerheads thing like done so that Dale can have money and to pay for the priest <laughs> that has to get Steve out of the house. Because if Dale doesn't sell the fucking house, then he can't get Steve uh, he can't afford a priest to pull Steve there out. There you go. We have their stakes. So, we have the stakes. Is that yeah. Maybe like you go. as they grow to know Here's each other, stakes. they, man, I, this rum is, there's a lot of rum in this drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. So you're, the stakes are that Dale wants the to sell the house because Dale wants the money because Dale wants Steve more than anything else. So, and Steve wants steve is lonely so he wants dale so he must learn to like not be a little shit so they can be together yeah that makes sense yeah you're you're well, typing I, while I, I i'm rambling I'm, it out right now. I'm just filling dead air for the okay, audio okay. layer while while you're typing yes that's exactly what i'm doing Okay, so I'm going to, with all that being said, I'm going to read our new query before the bio because we're, um, I want to make sure that we get the query read uh, and we'll briefly talk about the bio. We yeah. won't fix it. I don't think we need to, um, but, but I want to read the actual query, the guts of it to show how much more it's saying. Obviously, we didn't have time to like, you know, trim this and take out words that are kind of extraneous but here's the query and it reads yeah well enough you know this is kind of what you want because you got the stakes and all this so dear agent name spelled correctly on your twitter manuscript wish list i saw you are looking for humorous ghost stories and boy do i have a book for you i got pounded in the butt by an air conditioning ghost is an 80,000 word standalone humorous fantasy and would appeal to readers of Good Omens and readers of Chuck Tangle. In a world where all appliances, freezers, air conditioners, refrigerators, and more are all run by ghosts, the ghost Steve is in charge of an old mansion's updated central air conditioning system. <laughs> God. 
<laughs> Steve hates his job and finds it very lonely. So when the couple that inherits the house decides to sell, this makes Steve sad, and he begins to make their stuff run amok. The sellers fail to mention their cantankerous ghost to the real estate agent. Dale is the best real estate agent in the city, and Steve thinks he's pretty hot. <laughs> Dale even has one of those fancy yellow blazers. But every time Dale goes to show his latest commission, the open house is ruined by the cold and ominous clanking and disturbing fart smell <laughs> coming from the vents. In, in order for Dale to afford the priest to help Steve move on from the house, he must sell the house. And Steve must learn to behave himself long enough to sell the house and eventually, and hopefully, Although I think that's supposed to be live, live with, with Dale. Because <laughs> that just says Steve must learn to live with Steve. No! Yes, he can't Dale. live with himself. He's got to live with Dale. And happily live with Dale. And yes, so, you know, it's we just yeah. wrote this on the spot. It needs work. but You like, can see the structure th of it. This is like, okay... You can so where I wrote their stuff run amok. I'm not kidding you. People will actually do you this and leave it like specific. that. But you know, if we were gonna, you want to be more specific, which we talked about. Yeah. You know, so how does he make it run amok? Yeah, we, we, we kind of condensed that, that with we the like later saying that you know yes. the the fart smell and the yes. ominous clanking. You'd move that. You combine them. Yes, but yes. making that's it part like of the shine. making your shit concise um, so make sure yeah. i'll do a little bit real quick on that bio yes. because you know we are kind of starting to come up on time yes um, please do it yes and uh so yeah it just says basically i kind of did the whole thing where it's like people talk about how if you if you don't have like previous writing credits what do you write in your bio and so a lot of people are like ah, i don't have a bio they do really want to see a bio but your bio can literally be here is a formula follow it if you want it's i am X career and or hobby. I live in place. When I am not writing, I can be found doing X other hobby. Literally, you can put there, you, you can say who you live with. You can say I live with my family and cats or whatever. But if you don't have any like credits to your writing, just be like, for me, it was I'm a graphic designer. I live in Kansas. When I'm not writing, I can be found playing video games or making costumes. The end. Um, this does a couple of errors. I deliberately put it because they're a little bit of pet peeves of mine, which is number one is <laughs> I've always wanted to write a book. I've always wanted to be an author. Most authors have. So that kind of feels okay. redundant. And then yeah. any like endorsements yeah. from someone who does not matter in a professional writing sense. If you have like, I've got an editor at this publishing house interested in this book by god put that don't put that in the bio put that in the metadata um but if it's just like my cousin thinks this book is cute then just don't put it because the uh, the agent doesn't care what that person <laughs> thinks it. so i see a lot of people who are like oh my my you know my coworkers read this book and think it's great the agent doesn't care i'm sorry but they don't um they will care about the pages and your query so you can literally yeah. write one sentence of bio and be perfectly yeah. fine. They're not gonna. Oh, they're not. Gonna I didn't put the debut novel line. Your bio. They do want. They do want your history. Oh. So if you have not published oh. before, just say this would be my debut novel. That is fine. That is good. Debut novels have like, a like a marketing cachet, in a way. So. Marketing is it's it, yeah debut novels are not bad. Don't be afraid of saying this would be my debut novel. Um, in my case, I had to fess up. I have self published a previous novel before that they also like because it shows that you have initiative and drive and are willing to okay. like see something through. So that's also fine. Um, but you do want to put a little line in there. I completely forgot in the sample query about like whether you have published before or not. It does not affect your chances either way, but you want to have, they just kind of want to know. No, they just, it it's doesn't. just general information. They want to know. They want to know. Yep. It's not yeah. mean. It's not to be mean. So yeah, I think that's, so. we, we did a pretty good job. Um, that's another, another quick note is that part of the reason, yeah. part of the reason this reads like a rom-com is yeah, it was the way it's written, but also in, if you are writing romance, <laughs> of any subgenre of romance, this is how they are structured. Uh, character A 
has this, wants this. Character B has this, wants this. Here's how they come together. Um, so if you are writing a book with a very heavy romance bent, uh, specifically if it falls into category romance in that it has a happily ever after or a happy for now, this is a good structure to follow. Character A, character B come together. Um, if you aren't following romance, you also want to be aware that if you have two protagonists and frame it this way, a lot of agents are going to read it as a romance query. Even If you've just got... Yes two main protagonists in a fantasy world and you stage it as character a paragraph one character b paragraph two character c they come together the agent's going to be going so is this romantic or not (laughs) if that's the case (laughs) generally pick well if that's the case generally pick one character if you have multi-pov fantasy or any other story generally pick one character and follow them through the query unless there is a romance arc even if there are other characters in the book it's fine that's another thing we didn't discuss your query does not have to explain the whole book does not have to explain the whole plot does not have to explain all the world does not have to explain all the details all it has to say is this is the character this is what they want and here's what they're going to do to get it or what's going to stand in their way the end subplots can yes. be left for the synopsis. the best the best yes so, good job you've done it you did um, it you've done it yes you've done it you've and, explained everything okay we've got just a couple quick minutes Wonderful. um does anybody have any questions feel free yeah. to mention them in the chat do you have any final thoughts while anybody may be typing some questions anything that we i know you said you had a question yes that was uh, the one about the personalizing where do you put it um yeah oh. i like oh, so okay. i always approve of putting personalization up front um, you do want, to, if you have a personalization, put it. If you don't have a personalization, don't force it. Um, you can just say, even just, you know, based on your manuscript wish list. Or in my case, I honestly just half the time, more than half the time, didn't put one. I just said, I skipped that. I saw you were looking for humus ghost stories. I just would say, dear agent name spelled correctly. I got pounded in the butt by an air conditioning ghost is a standalone humorous fantasy. Like I would just (laughs) go straight into the query um, because if it's the type of thing, you know, they probably like, then that's going to grab their attention. You don't need to like force a. (laughs) That's like imagining a query with ghosts being the the first time. By an air conditioning ghost. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, honestly, like, I had so much fun writing this this query letter that I'm sad that I'm not a humorous writer because, like, I love, I love this story and I'm like, oh, there's so much here. I could, I could do it. But I'm like, oh, but I also have to sort out my priorities and not write books about people getting pounded in the butt by an air conditioning hey, house. Like, as much Chuck as I want to do if, that. Chuck Tingle, if you want to write this soul. book and, like, just cut us a little sliver of those profits... We can work out a deal. Just maybe I should just like send him. Yeah. I'll just send him the query. Yeah. Be like, dear Chuck Tingle. Boy, do Chuck I Tingle, have a email us. Here. We'll work out. Uh, we'll we'll work out royalties. We've got this book. You see, we don't have any other <laughs> questions from chat. Um, so I think we're. I think we did yeah, a pretty we did good a job. Pretty good job. We covering are awesome. everything. We're awesome. Um, yeah. But I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with this one. I had a lot of fun with. Yeah. And uh, thanks, everybody, for joining yes, us. Uh, uh, the smoo- We've had some uh, new, spooky episode. Some new watch. Cool. <laughs> some new watchers <laughs> this time. Um, so that was really fun. It was nice to meet you and oh, hope you oh. show up again. <laughs> Hopefully the episode was good enough. I hope it wasn't around. too much of a mess. I apologize <laughs> if it was. The best we got, people. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't well, get better than this issues, hopefully but the rest of it's about the same more or less oh right that's usually not the problem see i spilled oh, okay. water on my I laptop you did it again like, i was like don't skip me like that half a month no 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 i did like half a month ago and we sent it in to get it fixed and i like freaking out that it, oh. there was something wrong with the the wireless it seems to be working fine fix now. It. Yeah, anyway it's, just... it's not podcast related but... and we don't have the yes best of yes uh either, so who knows could be anybody but yeah, so I think we kind of, queries is a huge topic and we kind of did our best to cover as much ground as possible. Uh, maybe if anybody has any questions, you can either email us at and it's writing at gmail.com. 
um, or visit our website and send a submission. And we might add it to one of our like mini episodes later if there's something we didn't discuss. Uh, but that brings me to. Yes. Oh, you, you're the one who talks about our next episode. Our next episode is on November 11th on a Thursday instead of a Friday. It'll be about dialogue tags and action beats. Join us live at 7.30 p.m. or listen on audio afterward. And that is uh, that yes, is Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. time. Um, you can find everything you need at anditswriting.com or look us up on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, really anywhere you listen to podcasts, you should be able to find us. Um, you can also look us up on Twitter at anditswriting. Um, for any episode updates, notifications. Uh, also, if you like what you're hearing, join our Discord group. Uh, go to our main website page for instructions on where to join. Um, if you did enjoy this, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes. Even if that's not where you're listening, iTunes, algorithm, mess, internet, web stuff. iTunes reviews do us good. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, and I actually just realized that there's actually been a little bit of stuff going on in the Discord yes! chat, which I didn't realize. Yeah. So I guess I should probably. It's check usually more just me talking about booze, okay. but um, it is it is also there for any That's other fine. chatting or questions, or people can share books and whatever that we're reading and kind of hang out and have a little writing community. So, yeah. yes, we should hopefully, hopefully see we'll see you, you guys. Not, we'll see you around Twitter. We'll see you next episode. Yes, Bye. see you later, guys.